This is Sunday Night Youth Service here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Women's Church, March the 8th, 2020, with our youth minister for the K-12, through Erica Allen, will be speaking tonight. We'll begin our service here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Women's Church in just under two minutes. Stay with us. Thank you for being here. Uh, let's all stand, and uh, we'll start opening up uh, tonight. We're going to the Lord in prayer. And, uh, again, we have a lot of things to pr- pray about, like this morning and uh, tonight. Uh, you have something on your heart that you want to pray about tonight, and there's many in need. And Pauline always comes uh, first on my heart when I think about her. And You know, when you visit Sister Pauline, she just misses being in church so much. It's something that she loves to do is be in church. So pray for her as God continues to touch her and bless her. And, and then Brother Jack and uh, Carolyn, remember them, and Brother Paul. And the, and then all the people, there's several people with surgeries on their uh, foot and on their knees. So let's continue to remember them too. Do you have any outspoken requests before we pray? Would you pray with me tonight? Father, we thank you, Lord, for this wonderful night you've given us, Lord, to be together, to fellowship, to to worship together, Lord. We thank you for these young people, Lord, and the older ones here supporting them, Lord. We thank you for every teacher, every minister, Lord, that you've given us and blessed us with, dear Father. Lord, be with these young people, Lord. Keep them safe. Keep them in your hearts. And, and Lord, touch them, Lord, very specially each day, Lord, and help them to grow in you, Lord. Help us to be that guiding light for them, Father. And, Lord, each hand that went up tonight represented a need, Lord, and each prayer request. We have special ones, dear Father 
Lord, that you know all about, Lord. Please touch them, Lord. Bless them. We know you can and want to, dear Father. All we have to do is believe and give, you, give it to you, Lord. Be with us, Lord, this night in our service, Lord. Touch Erica as she blesses us with a message tonight. Lord, that I believe you touched her with, Lord, and that, Lord, encouraged her and strengthened her with, Lord, that she wants to share with us, Lord. Bless her in a mighty way. Bless the youth choir, Lord. Touch them. Be with them, Lord, as we go forward and do your work and will, Lord. And everything, Lord, we want to bless you and honor you, Lord. Be with us this night, Lord. Open up our hearts and minds to receive your love this night. In thy name we pray. Amen. Let's continue as we worship in song.
Amen. Amen. The congregation may be seated now as the choir sings.
Amen. Thank God. While they're coming down and uh, getting ready, we'll take up our evening uh, offering. Uh, the girls are going to help do that. Um, I got a couple things. Uh, first of all, let's remember that next Sunday is Women's Day, and we got a special speaker coming in, and we also going to have uh, food afterwards. Uh, so we want to remind everybody to bring a covered dish and uh, bring something uh, to eat, and also bring something sweet uh, other than yourself. How about that? But uh, uh, we're looking forward to Ladies' Day and uh, the speaker and all that's going on that day, and also. Uh, um, the pastor jury had uh, received several hundred of these uh, books. It's called the Life Book. And uh, I have put them out on the little um, uh, cabinet there where the uh, offering plates uh, usually reside. And there's a lot of, I've got uh, another whole box and a half. But what they are, are what, um, you can't hand out Bibles, Right. They won't let you hand out Bible to school, but you can hand out something about Jesus. This answers a lot of questions. Uh, I've noticed some of the things in there is who is Jesus uh, and things like that. I would recommend adults and kids uh, get uh, several of them and hand them out to families and friends. It answers a lot of questions that by, uh, biblically, uh, a lot of times you may get uh, that question about the Bible or what's happening. I would highly recommend you get it and uh, read it yourself and then give it to someone. You will find it to be a blessing and they are very available and, you, uh, and they're free. And hand them out. Just hand them out like a track. But there's a lot more than a track in there. And what I like about it is when you, when you really start reading some of it, it tells us a whole lot about Jesus. And you know what? That's what we're about. And we know that He is our Savior and Lord. Would you come forward as we take up our tithes and offerings tonight? Thank you for, again for your giving. Uh, we did uh, have a great weekend and fundraiser. And we thank the senior adults for heading that up in that committee and, and all the folks that worked very hard. They did profit over $3,100. What a great day for them. And they will be donating some of that toward help pay off the bus. So thank you for all that. And, uh, you know, uh, it's only a month and a half away. We, we will be grilling chickens and lots of chickens. So uh, we're going to continue to work this year and get that bus paid off. We want to really do that. Uh, if all possible within this year. And we're going to really pray that God help us do that uh, and we can do it. So let's uh, ask God's blessing on uh, this offering tonight. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to give, Lord, to worship this day, dear Father, as David did in giving and sacrificing, dear things that, Lord, we know we love you and you love us, dear Father. We want to give back to you just a little of that that you give us, Lord. We ask that you bless this offering for building your kingdom, dear Father. In thy name we pray. Amen. Also, we've got a special song.
If you know Erica, you love her, don't you? Amen. Erica is going to come up and speak at this time, and God bless her. Thank you. So, hello. Good evening. <laughs> well, um, for those that don't know me, my name is Erica, like Mr. Mack just said. <laughs> um, but before I even get into like an introduction, I just want to thank our pastor, Mr. Mack, all of our deacons, anyone who had a decision in um, just, just allowing for me to be up here tonight. Um, I am always deeply humbled whenever you guys ask me to speak. Um, I, I think several times, I've like almost every time, I, like, I've almost cried. <laughs> Whenever they ask me to speak, because um, 
it's just, um, it is an absolute pleasure to be up here. And not only that, um, <laughs> it is, um, it, I, I, I'm very, very happy and I'm very, very thankful for this. But my name is Erica. Um, I've been going to this church since I was around like 12 years old. <laughs> so um, about almost eight years now. And um, I love it here. My favorite thing in the entire world. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to lead us in prayer before I start it off. All right, so if we can all bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, um, I just thank you so very much for just for this opportunity, Lord. Lord, um, I, I, Lord, I thank you so very much, Lord. And I just ask to be used as your mouth, Lord, today. Lord, I just ask for only your truth just to be spoken today, God. Only your truth, God. And I ask for your Holy Spirit to be among us and on us, Lord. And for you to anoint me tonight, God. Lord, we trust you and we love you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to go right into it. So we're going to be into Matthew 18, 7. So this is Jesus. He has just gotten over talking about who is the greatest in the kingdom. And as he's talking about who's the greatest in the kingdom, he points out to a little child. And to this little child, like all these disciples are over here, and they're like, Jesus, which one of us is like the greatest of us? Which one? And Jesus comes over, he picks up a child, and he said, this is the greatest in the kingdom. And then we get into the woes. Now, <laughs> the woes. Now, before I even start, I want to just define what a woe is. A woe is something that's, that is uttered in grief and, or denouncing something. It's kind of like an exclamation of grief. It's this deep sorrow. And denouncing something is an act of publicly assigning blame of a perceived wrongdoing to a person with hopes of bringing attention to it. Now, Jesus says... Woe to the world for temptations to sin, for it is necessary that temptations come, but woe to the one by whom the temptation comes. And if your hand or your foot causes you to cut it is better for you than with two hands to be thrown into eternal And if your eye causes tear it out and throw it away. With one eye, two eyes, be heavy, heavy, he says, Go to world patience to sin. Are this pridefulness, the seeking of righteousness? So go for everything. Father, Lord, we trust in you. And we love you tonight, Father. I'm leaving in trust in you. 
This world, girl, but one the temptation comes. Saying, and we ask ourselves, why is this, this great grief to this person to whom the offenses come? Come. The reason why this great was damn hell. That is why it is this great grief. Because God hates sin. He hates this entraption. But Adam and Eve brought this into the world. God didn't really bring this into the world. We created it for ourselves. And then we, then we are forever into this until Jesus comes. And now Christ is saying this deep sorrow and he's also not even saying it's a deep sorrow, but he's also publicly saying, he's, he's publicly saying, he's assigning the blame to the creation. He's not even just saying like, oh, like this great grief, but also this, um, this denouncing upon the person for it, denouncing the world for the sin that it has. And then Christ gives us, uh, gives us this way, and he says, look, if your hand causes you to sin, I want you to cut it off. If your eye causes you to sin, I want you to tear it out and throw it to hell, because if it's so much better for you to cut off a limb than for you to go into hell with both limbs. Now, and whenever we think about this, this seems like this big sacrifice. And what I mean by this um, cutting off a limb is I'm meaning that if, um, if you're like a known thief, right, and you're, you're going on, you're thieving, and you know if you go into this store <laughs> that you know um, it's really easy to steal, right, in this one particular store, God's saying, look, don't go into that store. If <laughs> hanging around the beach gets some lust into your eye, you don't go to the beach, if you're going around and you know this thing causes you to sin, Christ says, cut it off. Reject it. Absolutely reject it. And then we think that this is such a heavy cost upon us that since we have to go without this one thing in our life, that, oh, woe me, I'm so sad, I'm so sad about this. But then we were reminded that Christ gave his entire self up to save us from the sin that we created ourselves. <laughs> so we, we go around, we're thinking, oh, woe me, I can't do this, I can't do that. And that's also what we do as Christians sometimes too. We say, wow, I can't, I can't go around stealing. I can't, I can't go around lying. I can't go around hating my brother. I can't go around um, <laughs> hurting other people like the rest of the world does. Because of our sinfulness. And then we think about the glory of the Father. And we think that we're somehow sometimes trapped. Um, I don't know if this is for everybody. But sometimes um, 
I, I know for me, sometimes I kind of look around, I'm like, wow, I really wish I could do that sometimes. The other stuff that everyone else is doing inside the world. You're kind of just sitting there and you're like, I really wish I could do that. But I know I can't. Because Christ demands a purified heart. He demands a cleansed temple for the Holy Spirit to dwell in. <laughs> and what I, I want to deeply remind everybody that Christ gave his entire being up, his entire self up for us. And this is no small thing. And see, and then we get into this temptations and what defiles a person. Now, the reason why you have to cut off this thing is because it defiles you. And you may ask, what does this mean that it defiles me? Because sometimes people think, well, if I eat this certain food, it defiles me. I can't, or like the Jews, the Jews believe I can't eat pork because it defiles my body. Now Christ says, look, it's not what you put inside your body. It's not even kind of what you do, but it's the state of your heart that is what's wrong with you. It's always a heart issue. It is absolutely always a heart issue. Now, what comes from your heart is what defiles you. So if you have angry thoughts, right, <laughs> usually you're typically an angry person, and you have angry actions. <laughs> so it's never truly anything. It's your heart. It's a heart matter. And... Then sometimes whenever we, um, I'm going to go right back to this, go right back to this, and about the stuff that we're cutting off, right? Whether we're cutting off our arm, we're cutting out our eye because it's lustful, um, we're cutting off our hand because it th it's thievery. Um, it is so much better to lose what you bind here on earth than to enter hell with it. So what this is saying is that don't lay, um, this is the next text. But it says, the next text says, Do not lay up treasures on earth for it to go away, but lay up treasures in heaven where no corruption sees corruption. <laughs> so, and then the thought process is, is what treasures can we bring to heaven? Sorry, this is a little bit. But, um, yes. So, the treasures that we can bring to heaven. The treasures that we can bring into heaven are um, our own soul. Well, Christ really bought our soul. And then, um, let, let's go into prayer just one more time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into prayer. Okay. Dearly Father, Lord, please do not allow me to lose focus of the goal that's inside, Lord. Lord, I, <laughs> Lord, I, I trust you, Father. And I love you with all my heart and with all my soul, Father. I truly do love you, Father. Thank you, Father. And as Christ is talking about these woes, right? Whenever he's talking about to the woe to the world for temptations to sin, for it is necessary that temptations come, but woe to the one by whom the temptation comes. And he talks, you know, then he goes into, and if your hand causes you to sin, Cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter a life crippled or lame than with two hands <laughs> or two feet to enter the eternal fire. And as I just spoke, it is better to lose what you bind here on earth and go to heaven than to enter hell with it. 
Now, Scripture says, Scripture says, it says, um, do not lay up yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Amen about that. And whenever we're talking about this um, cutting off, a lot of times um, we treasure these things that we cut off. And, and these treasures are often money. These treasures are also, all, um, can also be praises of men and self-righteousness. It can be pridefulness. Um, it can also be material-wise. And these are things that we cannot take to heaven with us. And see, um, these are not things that Christ values. See, whenever we talk about the fruits of the Spirit, um, which is what all these encapsulate, um, which all those don't encapsulate, um, the treasures um, the treasures of heaven can be kind of like compounded to the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. <laughs> and see, in the previous text, wherever Christ is talking about laying up treasures in heaven, those can also be fasting, giving to the needing, needy, and loving others. And those are the treasures in heaven that we should look for. Um, yes. Sorry, I'm trying to find my verse real quick. And we can kind of go into this story about the rich young man whenever we talk about this. Now, there was this young man that came about, and he was asking Jesus, why do you ask me? He says to Jesus, teacher, what good deed must I do to um, have eternal life? And he said to them, why do you ask me what is good? There is only one who is good. If you would enter life, keep the commandments. And then he asked him, what are the commandments? Which ones do I keep? And Jesus says, you know, he starts off, he says, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother, and um, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And then the young man says, all of these I've kept. What do I have? What do I still lack? And Jesus says to them, if you would be perfect, go and sell what you possess and give it to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. Now this treasure of heaven will, um, this treasure in heaven will eventually lead to eternal life, which is what Christ Jesus promises us. I am so sorry, you guys. I am um, deeply saddened by my um, lack of words tonight. And this, this is kind of like all I have right now. Um, and 
I, I guess the nerves have truly gotten to me. Because this was supposed to be a lot better. But many that are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. You know, I'm, I'm going to go off that. How about that? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to disregard all this. I'm going to shut my book, and I'm going to preach on this tonight. But we're not. You know, all the works that we do for God is just, in Isaiah it says it is dirty rags. It is completely dirty rags, anything that we can offer up to God. All things that, all the works that we can do are dirty rags in the sight of God. Anything. So you can be a good person. You can do all charitable offenses. You can do everything that is good in the sight of the world. But if you do not repent and confess that Christ is Lord... You will be damned like the rest of the world. You will be damned just like the murderer. You will be damned just by, like the liar. If you do not confess and believe that Christ the Lord Jesus is Lord, then you will be damned. And see, <laughs> it says, But many that are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Now, in society, we kind of look at as the first, as, the, um, <laughs> as political figures, kind of look at the first as the billionaires. We look at the first as the top 1%. We look at the first as the sometimes people that have really flexible schedules and make a bunch of money, right? <laughs> but um, if they do not believe, they shall be last. And it says the last shall be first. Let me define what the last would be. The last are the orphans. The last are the homeless. The last are the ones that are forgotten in society. The, the last are the people that, 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 we, that, that we kick to the side because they can't put money in our pockets. If someone can't do something for you, then they're the last in your mind a lot of times. And it is a shame that we put these forgotten ones in the back. See, Christ's heart was for the poor. Christ's heart was for the people that are addicted to drugs. Christ's heart was for the young mother. Christ's heart is for the homeless. Christ's heart is to see the ones that are forgotten and give them the kingdom of God. Now we have all these, in the Bible, that there's all these Pharisees, the high, the high and mighty. They would be the last in the kingdom of God, but first in the kingdom of the world. And we, we, don't, we don't prioritize like Christ does a lot of time. And I say woe to that. I am in deep grief by the thought that we put the last as last like the world. I am in deep grief that, that a lot of times we don't love people the way that we should. 
I am in woe to that. Woe to the people that are that, that have money in their pockets, but then don't give it to the poor. Christ says, sell all your possessions. Christ says, sell all of it. Every last bit of it, and give it to the poor, and give your priorities to Christ. <laughs> Lord, thank you, Father. Sometimes God has to put us in our place, right? <laughs> Sometimes Christ says, you're not good enough, buddy. <laughs> you can have uh, pages and pages and pages. But if your words are on my lips, then I don't want them. Mm-hmm. Dirty rags. Absolute dirty rags if they're not the Lord's. One of the highest injustices you can do is to forget about the poor. The last, the, the least. And I, I love it that our Christ says, but many that are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. I, I, I truly love that. And not only does he say stuff, Christ, he acts on it. As, as our God always does. He doesn't, a, he doesn't ask you to do something that he hasn't already done. Right? He, he, doesn't, he doesn't do that. He's not the hypocrite. He's not the self-righteous. He is the acting God. He is the one that looks upon you and says, walk. <laughs> He's the one that looks upon you and says, be healed. For if we believe, we shall receive. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Lord. <laughs> I, was, I was trembling a little bit. <laughs> and I'm, I'm amazed many of times by just the way that our Father works. I, I am in absolute, just in awe. But many that are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. And you, you may ask yourself, why, why is this important? Why, why is this important? Because I, I don't know for sure, but I'm, I'm like 99% positive this was right after um, they're asking them, who are the greatest in the kingdom? And that's whenever Christ kind of brings that child up and he says, this is who's the greatest in the kingdom. And the reason why it's important is like we were saying before that um, they were the forgotten ones. They were the ones that were the least. I really don't have anything else, I don't believe. So we, if we can just stop right here. <laughs> I, I thank you guys so very much for allowing me. <laughs> and I'm also very thankful um, for the love that you guys have for me. I'm very, very thankful. Thank you.
stand with me tonight. You know, we've all we've all had to stand up before and do things in front of people. It's not an easy thing to do, is it? It's not an easy thing to do. Uh, very difficult. But you know what? Um, some some of the points she made tonight, I, I it touched my heart in that. First of all, you know, there's things in this world talking about cutting off the hand and cutting off the eye. I, the thing that I thought about is exactly what she followed up with is that we allow things in our life to lead us down certain paths. That's not where God wants us to go, and we need to be careful with that. We need to get them out of our life, cut them all of our life. You know, it can, it can even be a person. It can even be a person that is leading you down. And, you know, we all seem to be followers in a lot of ways, and we follow people, and we need to be careful with that. There's only one th- person we should follow. And I call him a person because he's a spirit of God, and that's, that's Jesus. He's the third person, and we need to be following him and, and not letting these things lead us. And, and then when I think about the importance of who we are, reaching out and touching people and loving people, Erica said it all tonight. She said a whole lot tonight, if you really listen to what she was saying to us, is as Christians, we've got a big responsibility. We do. And Jesus says, don't let these things get in the way. Don't let them get in the way. And tonight, I'd like for us to end this uh, service by, uh, as, as we normally do on our youth night, coming f- forth and praying together. Pastor preached on prayer this morning and the importance of, the, of that. And, you know, we, we never, ever, ever can pray enough. We, we need to be praying more. We need to spend more time in prayer. I know that when things have really been answered in my life, Maybe not the way I wanted them answered, but God gave me something better. I can tell you that each time. But when it was answering my life, it's when I really humbly got on my knees and prayed. That's when things were answered. That's what He wants us to do. That's He wants He as a church. He wants us to do is to love all those ones that's in need, all those people out there. And you know what? Right in this room, right here, is a lot of needs. A lot of things that's in our heart that we want God to bless us with. And we can get that. God is waiting. He says in His Word, He just wants us to, re- you know, go to ask Him. And to have a little bit of faith to receive. But most of all, she says something tonight that every single heart needs to understand. Understand. It doesn't matter what you do in this world. If you're not doing it for Jesus Christ, it don't mean anything. You have to give your heart to Jesus Christ. And she said that well. That without salvation, it is meaningless whatever you do. So tonight, first of all, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your first personal Savior, it is a message that is clear to all of us. We should receive Him. Secondly, there is work for every single one of us to do. Young people, would you come forward? Teachers and leaders. If you're a teacher, leader in any capacity in this church, would you come forward? And then everybody else, we want to end this service in prayer, praying for each other. And you're not feeling my heart. It's about us together, united, praying together. I I, I just feel like you need to put your hand on somebody, hold somebody's hand, put your hand on somebody's shoulder. And that, that is a wonderful sign of... You know, praying for each other, united together. And you know what? Tonight, 
I'd like for us to pray for somebody else. You know, it just, it just came in my heart. You know, we've got a lot of things that we need to pray about. And you know, we know enough about each other that we can walk up to somebody and pray for them about what they need in their life. Would you pray for somebody in their need tonight as we pray tonight? Let's pray together that God will pull us together, unite us together. And that, you know, one of the things that's on my heart, and I know it's on Erica's heart, is she wants to see souls saved. She wants to see people blessed. Those in need, those that's starving, those little babies, the millions that the brother Jerry mentioned this morning that's dying every day because people are killing them. Just so many things that we can pray about today. Would you pray with me tonight? Every one of us, let's pray. Thanks for tuning in to this Sunday night worship service here at the Pine Little Pentecost Winners Church for this Youth Sunday worship service on this March the 8th, 2020. Don't forget to check out the website where you can watch all these services that we've broadcast live or on demand through there at pinelittlephc.org. You can also download the app for free through the Google Play or the iOS App Store. Watch our services live or on demand there as well. Check out other stuff about the church through the website or the app. You can also watch our uh, our uh, podcast. Quick links are available on the website and the app. If you can't watch us, just listen while you drive. Also, Facebook for the Facebook fans. Like our page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash PHC. Get notifications when we go live. You can watch the services live or on demand. Also, YouTube channels available. Subscribe to our channel. Get notifications when we go live at Pine Level PHC or Pine Level PH Church. And bring a friend. Join us Wednesday night at 7 p.m. right here at 112 East Blanche Street in Pine Level. God bless. Thanks again to Ms. Erica for our youth service message. God bless. Have a great week. We'll see you back here Wednesday at 7 at the Pine Level Pentecostal Church.